PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Hello and thank you for joining us on the PDPW Weekly Podcast, where this week Hank Wagner joins us with some encouraging words to get through a challenging year with this week's podcast titled, A Season of Change. Welcome to this season or this time of change. Now I know all of you are in a season of change. Because whether you asked for it or not, whether you expected it, whether you prepared for it, we are all experiencing the season of fall. And if you're connected to farming, and I know many of you are, you're either in the middle of harvest or possibly finishing up your harvest. It's a beautiful, wonderful, wonderful, awesome time to get some return on those seeds and all of the work that you put in during the last two seasons. You also see that the leaves are changing and all of that beauty and natural color is coming out that that we only see in the fall. The weather is changing. Temperatures are getting colder. We're seeing different weather patterns with rain. How we dress because of the different temperatures is also causing us to change. Daylight hours are changing. And because of that combined with the different weather, our activities are also changing. I think when our Creator created this world, the seasons were also made to remind us that change is necessary, that we shouldn't get complacent. We shouldn't get too too comfortable with what we may be currently doing. Change can be a really good thing. So because you are likely in this state of change that fall brings upon us, like all of the rest of the seasons, I'm going to plead, beg, inspire, or convince you to consider adding one more thing to this list of things to potentially change. But first, a story. I'm currently doing a remodeling project at my daughter Laura's house. And Laura is very creative, which isn't a bad thing. There's a room in their house that we've been calling a three seasons room. And it's because this room, I think, before we purchased the house at one time, began as a deck. And they live next to a river. The river isn't very far from the house, and this this deck, I think, was built there to take in the view and the magnificence connected to this river. And over time, that deck then was uh, partially closed in and made a screened-in room. And then the prior owners took it another step and closed it in further and put storm windows all around, which kind of made it a three-seasons room. But during the winter, there wasn't uh, much insulation, and of course the windows weren't insulated, so it was very cold and just couldn't really be used at all during the winter time. And Laura expressed her desire to make that 
a Four Seasons room to be able to to sit in there in the winter time, uh, nice and warm and cozy and curled up on the couch reading a book while looking out at the river. Yes, the river is frozen but still beautiful. So I said, great, let's put it on the list for next year. This is the year. So I'm currently in this remodeling project to turn this three seasons room into a four seasons room which means better windows, insulation, flooring, uh, changing up the electrical a little bit and all those kinds of things. And Laura said, you know, Dad, instead of these windows being four foot tall and being about uh, three and a half feet off of the ground, how about if we make these windows full length and bring them really, really close to the floor so that we get the full view of the river? And I thought about it, and it's like, yeah, okay, I I think that's a great idea, Laura. And as I sat back in a chair and looked at the wall, I couldn't see the river when I was sitting down in the chair. And I envisioned with that opened up and that whole wall being windows from floor to ceiling, essentially, it would dramatically improve and change the view from the person sitting in that chair. So I said, great idea, Laura. Let's do it. And then I said, okay, what are we going to do with the floor? And she explained that she wanted kind of the uh, uh, the barn board look that we had put in her kitchen when we purchased the house six years ago. I said, okay, great idea. It'll match and flow and because it's going to kind of all be one big room now. I said, tell me about the walls. What do you want to do with the walls? She said, well, the one wall, of course, is almost all windows. I'd like the other two walls to be drywall. I said, okay, great. I can put a nice finish on that for you. And then she said, on the last wall, I'd like to do something like barn boards. I said, what? She said, yeah, I I want something, something rough and, and, uh, and, and I'm giving her this puzzle look and what are you talking about? And as she explained to me that she wanted barn boards and she wanted it rough and she wanted it to to look different. She wanted it not plumb and square, but she wanted everything to be kind of random and she and it's like the having knots or cracks or blemishes in the wood was not just okay but desirable. It's like it's what she wanted. And I'm thinking boy that are you sure and and i i'm i'm sorry but this this doesn't seem right and i i i resisted and i said are you sure you want to do this because who i was now remember let me take you back to to my season of time as I grew up, I took every single woodworking class in school. I was in, in 4-H and I took woodworking and was fortunate to have a, uh, a teacher that lived right next door to me who coached me through and trained me in, in woodworking and kind of gave me my love of working with wood. And all of that training was to help me see how to take care of wood properly and it was to have everything perfectly square and plumb 
and smooth. We started out with, with rough sandpaper and slowly went up all the way up to 600 grit to get that wood perfectly smooth. And then we put a finish on there that didn't just, just seal the wood, but it's like it lifted the grain of that wood. And, and it's put the finishing touches on the magnificent project that was created. That was how I grew up. And now Laura was asking me to, to change, to not only accept but, but get excited about this rough barn wood look. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this, uh, this is not a good idea. And I could see that Laura was starting to feel bad or, or discouraged about dad not buying into her excitement around this idea of having this wall be all barn board type material. And I could see it was time to pause. It was pause, time to pause and talk. And I helped Laura understand where I had come from and my my thinking, my habits, my beliefs around wood and how I love to see the grain of the wood and how I love to have everything smooth and square and that's what made me feel like I was doing a really good job. And yet at the same time, she had a chance to explain how her creativity and seeing all of these things in the way she was seeing them through cracks and blemishes and knots and barn boards and just, it was just different. We were both different. And that's okay. So it was wrong for me to think that she had to see things like me, in this case, would. It was also wrong for her to think that I had to completely throw out all of my beliefs and all of my things that I appreciate by the way I do wood. And it was a really enlightening discussion as we both realized, you know what? We're both creative. We both see things different. We're different. We're father and daughter. We're of the same blood and there's so many things that we share that, that we are alike in. But in this case, we're different and it's okay. And we need to accept each other's differences and encourage and believe in each other's differences. And it was a wonderful discussion that not only helped us get past this choice of wood on this wall, but also reflect upon how it is attached to life. And after the wood discussion... After we finally said, okay, Laura, you know, I get it, and, and we're going to do this, and this is the kind of wall we're going to have, we moved on to lights. And she's, there's, there's just two small lights in the ceiling, so it's really dark in this room. And she said, I want to put some more can lights in there, four can lights. I said, great, great idea. Yep, I can do that. And then she said, over on this wall, I'm going to have a bookcase on this side. And I'm going to have a nice comfortable couch over here so you can sit in the couch and look out at the river and grab a book out of the bookcase. And it's like, whoa, I just, I'm buying into her vision. And then she says, 
I want to have two hanging lights that are dimmable above this couch. So we can kind of make the lights match the mood of, of the, the reading while you're sitting there looking out at the river. I said, okay, I can do that. We'll put a couple of receptacles and attach it to a dimmer switch, no problem. I said, what kind of lights do you want? And she said, well, there are these hanging lights that are, and she described them. And I said, oh my gosh, those are chicken coop lights. Those are the lights that we used to hang in our chicken coop over the small chicks to keep them warm. You want me to put chicken coop lights in here? She said, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a good thing we kind of had this discussion with the the barn boards and we had gotten through it. And I said, okay, you want chicken coop lights? We'll do it. I said, okay, one thing left, the ceiling. What are we going to do with the ceiling? There's already drywall up there, not a really super finish on it. But she said, Dad, I'd like to change that. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's probably good because we're redoing the whole room and the drywall doesn't really, just not a really good finished job up there. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking we're going to, we're going to replace the drywall and put a nice finish on there. And she said, Dad, I'd like to put some steel on there. I said, steel? And, and I'm thinking, you know, we've got steel in all of our buildings at home, but it's made for outside, not inside. I said, okay, help me understand. What kind of steel are you thinking? She said, well, have you ever seen it's, it's kind of corrugated, it's galvanized, kind of a silver color. Uh, sometimes you see it on older buildings. Yeah, older buildings, go figure. And I said, yeah. She said, that's what I'd like to put on there. She said, and I, and I don't want just regular, plain, clean, new steel. I want some slightly rusted steel. I said, come on, Laura, you're kidding me, right? You're just, you're really taking me to the limit. You want me to put rusty steel on the ceiling? She said, yeah, Dad. I said, okay, this is your room, and I'm going to do it the way you want it. But where do you think we're going to find rusty steel? She said, I don't know, but I'll find it. I said, okay, you find it, and I'll put it on there. So she went out to Facebook, and she found some rusty steel from a gentleman that had taken it off a building. And oddly enough, he knew what it was worth. Laura's not the only person looking for old barn boards and rusty steel. There's a lot more people like that. And that that is a, the most expensive rusty steel that I've ever installed. So anyway, the moral of that story is that we're all different. And that's okay. No, actually, it's more than okay. It's supposed to be that way. Remember? We're all different for a reason. And our objective in life should not be to try and make everyone else be like us. Or believe like us. Think like us. We should understand that we're all different. And we should seek to accept and to understand our differences instead of pressuring people to be more like us. Social media is filled with judgment and condemnation. 
instead of understanding the differences of other people. We're so quick to judge. Conflict is bountiful between churches or religions because people may believe slightly differently. Families sometimes cannot be strong and united because everyone is expected to fit into the same mold. We are different. You are different. Please be willing to encourage others to allow their differences to live, to become. Please believe in what makes you different. Now, now I've got to throw in a, a, a little piece of caution. We're all different. It's supposed to be that way, and I'm telling you to, to accept your differences and believe in your differences. But if you're a serial killer or a child molester, no, that's wrong. I'm not talking about wrong, unethical, illegal, or hurtful behavior. If that's what defines your difference, I'm sorry, that's wrong and that needs to be changed. What I'm really saying is that you have gifts in you. You're unique. Perhaps you have been forced to fit into a certain mold or to be like everybody else. Perhaps you have made some mistakes in life. I would encourage you to desire to be more like Laura's room. You see, in that room, it's the cracks, the knots, the blemishes, the rust, the old lights. They're not just welcomed or accepted. They are what gives that room character. I would ask you to be like Laura's room. The young, Laura in this case, is bringing in the old, the old wood, the rusty steel, the chicken coop lights. She's also bringing in the old, in this case, dad, and dad's thinking and, and causing dad to change and to become and to accept and to do things differently. It's the old me bringing in the young by listening to Laura's new and creative ideas and constructing or building them and stepping back and saying, yes, it's a job well done, even though it's not done the way I normally would do it. During this season of change, please be willing to consider how you see other people. Please be willing to change how you listen and how you respond. People are different, and that's okay. Please encourage more and judge less. Accept the cracks, knots, and blemishes of others. They are scars of life. And those scars are part of what makes you and others beautiful and full of character. Our thanks to Hank Wagner, motivational speaker, author, and Wisconsin dairy farmer with Wagner Dairy Farms and head of Wagner Leadership Training. More details at becomebetterleaders.com. 
From the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and supporting these PDPW weekly podcasts. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. Learn more at pdpw.org.